2: Hey, thank you very much. Good morning, everybody. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer. Tuning in with you live this morning. Well, I'm not tuning in. You're tuning in. I'm the one that's doing the talking. But we're here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I am your ask, ask the expert, expert of the hour. And it's my honor and pleasure to be here with you today. And it's fun to be able to be here two weeks in a row. Because I get to kind of pick up right where I left off. And it's not as if I have topics from last week that we're going to carry right over and and, and go into again. But just to have a little consistency and a little flow. And it makes it easier for me because I remember all the buttons I need to push to to get this program to uh, be broadcast live. And Javon's here in studio with me, so he's helping me uh, get everything rolling. But it it is my absolute honor and pleasure to be here, like I said earlier. And I'm going to share some great things with you today. That's my plan anyway. Uh, but i want to tell you first about me who i am and what i do i am andrew dyer i am a doctor of chiropractic i went to chiropractic college at national university of health sciences in lombard illinois and i graduated back in 2005 so i've been in practice now for 14 years Uh, pretty much spent all of it right here in the miami valley with dr merkel at the take two Healthcare clinic and the other couple of certifications i have are Dual I am dual board certified in chiropractic acupuncture and chiropractic clinical nutrition. And those are um, some advanced degrees that I achieved after I finished uh, chiropractic college but those two course sets of coursework, um, they're 300 hour classes and they're all postgraduate delivered so you have to have your DC degree first and then you sit and take another national board exam in these specific dipl- diplomate disciplines. And then you are allowed the title of board certified and then whatever that title may be. In chiropractic medicine, there are about 17 to 19 different diplomate degrees that can be achieved. Uh, An article I read not too long ago said about 3% of chiropractors have an advanced diplomate degree of any one kind. Uh, I have two. uh, Dr. Merkel has two. And Dr. Marchak has two. So we have uh, quite a few good credentialed doctors in our office. uh, And that is what we do. We do chiropractic. We do clinical nutrition. I do acupuncture treatments in the office, and Dr. Marchek does too, and Dr. Yaley does our thermography uh, aspect of the practice, but if you don't know about what we, who we are and what we do, you can look us up on the web at take2healthcare.com, and I want to, of course, thank Rhonda Miller and her staff at Health Foods Unlimited for their continued sponsorship of our program because without them, we wouldn't be here, uh, but I wanted to address a topic first this morning. It's a common one, and you might know of it. You might have dealt with it and you might still be dealing with it, but it is tendinitis. Okay, the simple term tendinitis. Okay, and if you're not familiar with the term, uh, I'll give you a little background on it briefly, but really just means painful inflammation of a tendon. Okay, what's a tendon exactly? It's a piece of connective tissue in the body that connects a muscle to a bone. Okay, so at these insertions where these, these tendons connect a muscle to a bone, there can be some painful inflammatory processes that go on in people that basically may make them miss their opportunity at exercise or their competition in a sporting event or their ability to just easy easily get up and down the roadway when they're moving their bodies around on on spa- in the space of earth. So, tendonitis, what do we do for it? The reason this came up is I was actually reading through some Facebook posts this morning and I saw a former patient of mine who is a youth gymnast, and her mom posted a picture about her dealing with this problem for over a year and a half, and she's upset with the with the standard doctors that they were working with that they didn't pin this down earlier and take care of it well I, I don't know what the doctors exactly did, and I don't know what the patient exactly did, but i'm I'm just going to give you some alternatives to think about. And and I know that what the post said was that she was going to be undergoing more physical therapy and some additional things to try to get her better. Well, after a year and a half of dealing with this, my question is, how would the act of physical therapy or moving those muscles and tendons more help to reduce inflammation if that isn't, in fact, the right diagnosis? I'm not disputing the diagnosis. I haven't seen this patient in a long time. But I am saying, how would moving that joint further... And more abruptly, more quickly, okay, I see the stretching part being beneficial, but I don't know that additional movement in that joint is really what's going to make it better after a year and a half of a problem. So instead, what I'm going to suggest is what she could do in lieu of that, or maybe even in conjunction with that. But here are some really definite things that I, I think if I were managing this case, she would need to implement right away. And she would need to reduce sugar intake in her diet. So she's got to stop taking in all soda pop, no tea, no no sweet tea, no cookies, no cakes, no crackers, nothing that's sugary. Because what does that do when she takes in more sugar? It inflames that tendon. And it inflames her whole body, so it doesn't allow her to get better. She's also got to address looking at food allergies and food sensitivities in in that. If she's taking in too much dairy or too much soy or too much this that or the other that she or that her body's allergic and sensitive to, Again, it's going to be another hurdle for her body to try to overcome, and it obviously can't. Over the last year and a half, if her diet had been clean, and she had done the rehab stretches and exercises properly, and continued to get adjusted, and even acupuncture. I read an article this morning about acupuncture for this treatment. I, I knew it was a good option, and I've done it several times in my office, but acupuncture with electric stimulation has been shown in multiple research studies to be a highly effective treatment for tendonitis even in a youth athlete. And and for those of you thinking out, out there, okay, how how many 14-year-olds are going to let you put a needle in them? Well, these needles are very different than what the medical doctors use to do a corticosteroid injection. Or even even a blood draw needle is, is far larger than an acupuncture needle. Acupuncture needles mostly go in quite seamlessly, no pain, just a little pinch, and then when we hook them up to that electric stem, it's very similar to being on any other Physical therapy modality, uh, tens unit, even PEMF. Just that little muscle twitch is what you feel, and that's how the body helps to heal. So, in addressing even a musculoskeletal issue like tendonitis, I think it comes back to the core of what can we do nutritionally, what can we do from an internal health standpoint to to hopefully address some of these orthopedic complaints. Because in our in our chiropractic practice, we do take care of a lot of orthopedic problems. And in our nutritional practice, we take care of a lot of internal health disorders. But what if we joined the two and actually got to what some would call the root cause of the problem, which is, it's not that her tendon is necessarily bad, although I haven't seen the images on it lately. It's not that her tendon is necessarily the, the diseased or pathological tissue. It's that We're not supporting her body with the right things. And I say we because I haven't had the chance to do it. But vitamin C, vitamin E, curcumin, fish oil, uh, even vitamin D, those type of nutrients can also help lower inflammatory levels in the body. But those nutrients will never be able to overcome a lousy diet. And they will also never be able to overcome the fact that maybe she didn't stick with her rehab stretches as as, uh, honestly and as intensely as she could have. So those are a couple things to think about. If you're dealing with an orthopedic complaint that perhaps is just chronic and stubborn and won't go away, whether it's a bursitis in the hip or a tendonitis in the foot, I, I will give you another little uh, solid case um, outcome that I had recently uh, in working on a patient with what she perceived to be plantar fasciitis. And I, and I don't disagree maybe that that plantar fasciitis was involved at one time, but I don't think it's involved any, any longer. She had been uh, working with her medical doctor and had received over 20 injections in her foot to help alleviate this chronic plantar fascia pain. And I got to see her uh, a number of weeks ago, and I worked on her for about 15 minutes, two days in a row. And what we did was some muscle release work. Uh, I actually used a spoon from the kitchen. I was treating her at my house, a friend of my family's, and when when I was working on this, digging in that those muscles on the bottom of the feet, it helped to release that plantar fascia area. Helped to reduce some of that inflammation, and swelling. Not right when we were doing it, but over the next few hours, I taught her some stretches to do, and I and I suggested she stop receiving injections because after 20 tries of not, that not helping, it seemed uh, commonsensical to think that another one wasn't going to get the job done, and and I've treated her now two or three different occasions spread out over a number of the last few months, but she is in a much better place today from a chronic inflammation of her foot standpoint than she was even after 20 medical injections in the foot. So it it is a nice thing when we can see these orthopedic complaints, put in some nutritional approach to it as well, get to the root of the stretching, the adjusting of the ankle and foot if need be, but when we marry all the disciplines that, that we practice, the outcomes are far better, and so that's pretty fun. It's, it's neat to be able to help people on, on so many different levels. Uh, good, we got a couple of callers online, but we're going to be taking a break here before long, so we'll, we'll leave them there just for the moment. Um, but yes, when we come back on the other side of the break too, I'm going to talk to you a little bit about how to get through the holiday party season and not put on the dreaded 5 to 10 pounds of weight gain. We are going to focus on that a little bit today just to give you some tips, some hints, how you can handle that, what, what better choices you might be able to make. Uh, even this morning, as I was uh, sitting in one of the local uh, shops, getting ready for the <clears throat> excuse me for the program today, I was watching what was being fed to some of these uh, young kids around me. I, w- I was sitting in a cafe, and a mom walked up with two of her little uh, boys, and they were drinking milk and they were eating something that had cream cheese on it. Because I just kept hearing her say, "Do you want more milk? Do you want more cream cheese?" And that's an issue to address too maybe not for these two little guys, but for a number of little guys and and girls out there, and even big guys and girls out there, the more dairy we take in in our daily diets, the more chronic inflammation we'll have to deal with. Why? Because milk is a pro-inflammatory food. We do not have the right genetic breakdown in our bodies to easily digest and absorb the proteins in milk. So lactose, lactase, all these different breakdowns from milk, we do not have the setup in our systems to easily break those structures down. And so it becomes a chronic irritant. I, I've read different articles that say between 60 and 70% of the American adult population has some level of sensitivity to cow's milk proteins, and they don't know it. So that may be the casein, that may be the whey, that may be the lactose. There's three different major components in those, in those protein structures in milk. But even watching these little guys eat this stuff for breakfast, I was thinking, How long before this turns into the chronic cough that you'll hear when you go into the shopping malls, when you go to church, when you go to a concert this winter, you're going to hear chronic cough from around the room. I'm not saying it's dairy every time, but what I am saying is once you develop that chronic cough, the more of those milk products you take in, the longer that chronic cough will last. Why? Because milk creates phlegm. And when phlegm is an increase in production in your body, now we're getting sinus involvement, we're getting... Involvement in the upper respiratory tract, the throat, all the way down to the top of the gut, and then well beyond that as well. So things to think about as, as you approach this holiday season, because uh, you'll be faced with some choices on... Cookies, cakes, crackers, ice creams, and I'm not saying don't eat any of it. I'm just saying choose it wisely and choose it at the right times and don't forget to keep exercising. We're going to take a break right now, but on the other side, we'll come back and take some callers. You're listening to Dr. Andrew Dyer on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
3: stay healthy this holiday season stop into health foods unlimited for savings on your favorite vitamins and supplements including primal defense from garden of life immuno shield ester c and oregano force also the number one selling standardized elderberry extract sambucus from nature's way We supply you with organic produce, natural and organic groceries, frozen foods, bulk herbs, teas, holistic pet foods, dairy and non-dairy products. Stop in today and save at Health Foods Unlimited. We're a half mile east of the Dayton Mall in the Southtown Shopping Center on State Route 725. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, noon till 5.
0: Find great Christmas gifts and big home improvement savings now at Menards. Dakota pre-finished shelving is the perfect way to display family pictures, crafts, and more. Seven and three-quarter inch deep by three-foot long pre-finished shelving comes in five attractive finishes. On sale for just 99 cents each after eBay. Prices are good through December 24th. Plus, a Menards gift card is always a great gift idea.
2: To you all from
4: Menards. Hi, this is Larry Hanskin for Integrity Water Solutions in my Kinetico system. My Kinetico softener I've had for over 10 years. It's still working great, and since it doesn't regenerate in the middle of the night, I always have soft water for my shower no matter how early I wake up. We've also got the Kinetico drinking water system. You know, everything starts with the water, and it's the whole house approach that sets Integrity Water Solutions apart from the rest. Give them a call today at 320-7460, 320-7460, Integrity Water water solutions
0: have you been thinking about retiring it could be the most important decision of your life tune in to Russell total wealth radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. right here on whio for answers to your questions about how to maximize your money during retirement and learn strategies about minimizing your taxes get the facts and learn about all of your options tune in to Russell total wealth radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on a.m. 1290 and news 95.7 whio part of our Ask the Expert weekends. We're counting down to our New Year's Eve weekend bash at Miami Valley Gaming. And let me tell you, it's gonna be the best party in town. In fact, it's four days of parties, and they're all free. Starting on Friday, we'll have live music, entertainment, dancing, food and drink specials, and of course, balloon drops, and it's F-R-E-E. Seriously, this is one weekend-long party you don't wanna miss
1: at Miami Valley Gaming.
0: Must be 21. Gambling problem in Ohio? Call the Gambling Helpline at 1-800-589-9966.
1: Yes, you can shop for Christmas at Home to Home, brand new and consigned. We've got great selections of furniture, decor, and Mrs. Fashion. As our name implies, we've got brand new and gently used, something for everyone and every budget, and you never know what you'll find. Visit our website at home2homedayton.com to see some of our stuff and learn about consigning with us. Off 675 between the Green and Dayton Mall. Home
3: to-
0: Old, odd, and valuable come together at Belmont Coin & Jewelry. Industry low prices on only the highest quality GIA certified diamonds. Belmont Coin & Jewelry specializes in loose diamond appraisals, purchases, and sales. Choose from a wide range of ever-changing diamonds. Gifts for all occasions. Call 937-252-6895 or visit BelmontCoins.com. That number again is 252-6895. Honest appraisals, accurate prices,
4: Belmont Coin & Jewelry. Hey, Flyer fans, listen, call in, or better yet, show up in person and be part of the fun. Flyer feedback, following every UD basketball home game, live from Flanagan's on Stewart Street, right here on the home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
1: Keep your rain gear handy. We're dealing with off and on showers throughout the day today. Winds also gusting anywhere from 20 to 30 miles per hour. Temperatures should push to about 50 here in the Dayton area. Tonight, those showers become more isolated and taper down. We'll drop to around 37. Tomorrow, dry for the end of the weekend, 48 with clouds breaking for sun. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zontini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: Thank you very much. We are back. We're going to go right away to a caller. Uh, We have Barb. Barb, you're on with Dr. Dyer. Can you hear me okay?
3: Hey, Dr.
1: Dyer. I wanted to ask you about a news report. This woman, I think it was a woman in Seattle, I think, she used a neti pot and the microbes in the water ate her brain and she died. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know what was going on because I use a neti pot and sometimes I use tap water. Um, So my brain is okay,
2: I guess. Yeah, good question. I actually read the same article, and uh, I saw that a couple weeks ago. it's, It's one thing to keep in mind, too, how many different people across the country, across the globe, are using a neti pot every day. And we hear about this maybe once or twice a year. And it's sad, certainly sad for that person and that family. Um, but you have to also maybe understand or wonder what, what else was going on in that person's body that they would be susceptible to some of these same bacteria that many other healthy people are not going to have a problem with. Now, I, I'm not an expert in, in bacteria necessarily. I, I enjoyed microbiology, and I, I have a very good understanding of some of the basics. But the particular organism that killed her, I, I couldn't come up with the name of it at the moment. But what I will tell you is when you're using a neti pot, It is the safest way if you actually use water that's been boiled first. The safest way to do it is boil the water first because that, in theory, kills all the bacteria. Now, I think in this case, actually, what what caused the damage in her brain was an amoeba. And so there's, there's varying different levels of amoebas and they're, they're difficult to kill. And even if they identify that there's been an amoeba attack on the brain, there's not very many things they can do about that. And I use a neti pot as well. Do I boil my water? Not usually. Do I get it out of the filter? Yes. I always either use filtered. I don't, I don't boil it, but I filter it before I put it in my neti pot. So those are two kind of precautionary things to utilize. But I, I think there was a lot of hysteria around this one case when it was a little bit uh, questionable in the fact that there st- they estimated 16 million people or more use a neti pot at least one time every day in this country alone. And we're hearing this about one or two people each year. And again, it, it is sad for that person and that family, but I really don't think it's going to be an issue that that happens here uh, because of our water filtration processes that we can put in in our own homes reverse osmosis filter boiling water before we use it in our nutty pot those would be my two best suggestions on that topic
1: thank you dr dyer you're welcome
2: thanks for the call <clears throat> excuse me we do have another caller online It's troy from springfield uh troy you're on with dr dyer how can i help you
3: yeah uh i don't know how much uh results you had in treating uh crohn's disease
2: Yeah, great question. Is that something?
3: uh, It's my granddaughter.
2: Okay, sure. Yeah, absolutely.
3: Every two weeks, shots, and then after that, she just, uh, her immune system is slow. She gets everything coming and going for three or four
2: days. Sure. Yeah, great question. Actually, we have a number of great cases on Crohn's and other similar gut pathologies like ulcerative colitis, even celiac disease. They're, they're kind of all under the same umbrella, but they all have distinct pathology. So yes, absolutely. Could, could we help her? I, I believe we could. Um, we've done that a number of times before. I don't see why we couldn't do it again. How old is your granddaughter, Troy? She's 18 years old. Yeah. So thinking about somebody who's 18 and and is supposed to be in the prime of their life from the the healthiest uh, time that they'll ever go through, and she's not. And that affects her greatly and deeply. I'm sure she can't participate in a lot of the activities she'd like to because of what she's dealing with. So this could absolutely be a life-altering thing for her. She needs to get, in my opinion... and and I think you called for that, but she needs to get tested properly by a qualified nutritionist. Whether it's us at Take-Two Healthcare or somebody else in the region, we're we're kind of the go-to place for that, but she needs to be tested properly to figure out what her immune system levels are doing and also what her gut really looks like as far as what bacteria are present, what bacteria are missing. How can we get her back in balance by utilizing these tests? That's a big, big part of it. There might also be some detoxification issues that we can look at with um, some additional testing we do in the hair and the urine to see if if heavy metal exposure is perhaps not allowing her body to get well again. Not saying that the heavy metal exposure is causing the Crohn's, but it's just preventing the body from getting healthy. And so if we can remove some of those hurdles and some of those big stumbling blocks, we might be able to get her back on a healthier track. And, and it's not our job to get her off the medications that she's on right now. But it's our job to help her body get as healthy as possible so that in the end, she may not need these medications. Troy, thanks for your call. We gotta to go to a break. Thank you so much for calling. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer. We'll be back after this on AM 1290 at News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami
0: Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up to the minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
5: It's 1130. I'm Jonah Adi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following. A former Germantown soccer coach is apprehended in Florida. Now, what's next for him as his investigation is continuing?
1: I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini tracking the chance for rain throughout your Saturday. We'll look at when it ends coming up.
5: Well, WHIO triple team traffic, the latest things we're seeing out there right now, it's been a disabled vehicle reported on Springboro Pike at Cindy Drive in Miami Township. Also an accident reported on North Smithville Road at East 3rd Street. And it's our top story. Local fugitive soccer coach convicted of sex offenses involving a 14-year-old girl is caught in Florida. Justin Smith was arrested in Florida Panhandle last night. Sheriff's officials
0: there tell us they captured him in an area populated by townhomes near Fort Walton Beach. We're working to learn more about what led to his arrest
5: that's WHIO's Mike Campbell. He says Smith may have met a woman on a dating site that told investigators about where he was going after looking him up. And he uh, judges here say that Smith can be sentenced since he's been captured. The next step will be to try to extradite him to Ohio. In Indiana, cops are saying that a student who fired at, at them before turning a gun on themselves planned to cause more harm after being bullied. The coroner's office confirming the identity of the one who was killed as 14-year-old Brandon Clegg. Police and people we talked with said Clegg was a school dropout and the last school he attended was Dennis, but the district wouldn't confirm that this from a student who said Clegg got picked on.
2: People would make fun of his hair and stuff. I don't know why it was actually not even that bad.
5: WHIO's Gabrielle Enright says Dennis Intermediate School will stay closed to students on Monday. In Columbus, an adjusted abortion bill heading to the governor's desk. The new version of the bill outlaws abortions performed by dilation and evacuation, commonly done between 13 and 24 weeks gestation. The previous version, known as the heartbeat bill, banned abortions if a heartbeat is detected. That's WHIO's Ron Otto. He says it isn't clear if Governor Kasich is going to sign the updated bill. Let's get a look at the most accurate and dependable forecast with meteorologist Kirsty Zantini.
1: This morning, temperatures already starting off in the 40s in spots. We've got scattered showers to deal with as well. Rain will continue off and on throughout the day today, dealing with gusty winds anywhere from 20 to 30 miles per hour for the afternoon as well. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zantini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
5: The latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar shows scattered rain throughout the entire Miami Valley. Looks like the heaviest patches of rain right now settling in Warren County. We're going to be keeping our eyes on that. 41 degrees in Troy. It's 44 in Springfield, 46 in Dayton at 1133. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News.
2: Wild Birds Unlimited. Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering has a perfect gift for the nature lover on your list. Why go to the mall for an impersonal gift that will be put in the closet until they see you next year? This year, give a gift they will enjoy all year long help their yard come alive with a wide selection of bird feeders, bird baths, nesting boxes, garden decor, and of course, the best bird food in town. We also have a wonderful collection of unique nature gifts like heated bird baths, chimes, tilly hats, jewelry, kitchen decor, puzzles, and more. Plus, now through December 24th, spend $50 and get 50% off our specialty holiday bird foods, including our fun character seed cylinders. They're available pre-wrapped with a feeder and make adorable gifts. The gift ideas are unlimited at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop. Stop in today and make someone on your list happy all year long.
0: Wild Birds Unlimited. We bring people and nature together. Health Foods Unlimited. The natural way of
3: stay healthy this holiday season stop into health foods unlimited for savings on your favorite vitamins and supplements including primal defense from garden of life immuno shield ester c and oregano force also the number one selling standardized elderberry extract sambucus from nature's way we supply you with organic produce, natural and organic groceries, frozen foods, bulk herbs, teas, holistic pet foods, dairy and non-dairy products. Stop in today and save at Health Foods Unlimited. We're a half mile east of the Dayton Mall in the Southtown Shopping Center on State Route 725. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. and Sunday, noon till 5.
4: Health foods Unlimited, the natural-
0: Get local news when you want it. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO have flash briefings now available on your Amazon Echo. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather and traffic and our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
2: And thank you very much. We are back. This is Dr. Andrew Dyer joining you again live this morning. And as I was talking about earlier, we want to give you some tips and hints on what to do at a holiday party to keep yourself as healthy and trim as possible. And I looked up a couple of articles this morning on that topic just to see kind of what the, uh, I guess, mainstream approach to answering this question was. And, And I like some of their answers. I don't like them all, but I'll share with you some of the ones I do. Tricks to try. It says, eat the best for you offerings first. So for an example, a hot soup as a first course, especially when it's a broth-based soup instead of a cream-based soup, can help you avoid eating too much during the main course. So it helps to fill that stomach with not a ton of nutrient density, but with some hydration, hopefully not too much sodium either. Uh, But the broth-based soups can kind of help to begin to get you filled up so you don't eat too much after that. Here's one kind of a practical common sense approach. Stand more than an arm's length away from the munchies like a bowl of nuts or chips while you chat, so you're not tempted to raise your hand to your mouth every few seconds. One, it's difficult to talk while you're chomping on those things, but it's also going to just keep feeling and feeling the uh, the food drive without really knowing if you're getting full because you just keep munching and munching and munching. Uh, concentrate on your meal while you're eating it. Okay, that's part of maybe what the, the mainstream approach would be and some other uh, kind of simple thoughts on when you're cruising around in the mall or you're going to some shopping stores plan it says plan your shopping route so you don't pass by the Cinnabon store a dozen times for me I could walk by it 25 times and it's not going to tempt me but for others you may want to plan your shopping route so you don't see it so much choosing a proper restaurant over the grab and go food court whenever you can avoiding fast food places that emphasize red in their color schemes okay I'm not an expert in color therapy but the Pervading research apparently shows that red has been shown to stimulate the appetite more than many other colors, and many restaurants add it to their decor in everything from the flowers on the table to the squiggles on the plates. Here's a strategy to help you keep track of what you're eating. If you weigh yourself daily and use that number to guide your actions, it's not always a great approach for for people that might not be able to handle that from a from uh, a mental health and, and safety standpoint, but if you weigh yourself each day, which I, I've been known to do that for a long time, I weigh myself every morning so that I can kind of tell what I've been doing over the last few days and what's affected me over the last few hours, even. And uh, using that number to help guide your actions. Food diaries are helpful, but only if you're totally honest and diligent about recording every morsel you eat. Now, I, I like food diaries in short spurts. Um, I haven't done one on myself in a long, long time, but we do use them with patients. Uh, If they can write down for us everything they've eaten for three to five or five to seven day time span, a lot of times we can give them some some good suggestions on how to make tweaks in what they're already doing to help get to a healthier place with it. So research has shown that women who step on the scale every day and then act accordingly, either increasing their exercise or being stricter about their eating, are 82% less likely to regain lost weight than those who don't weigh in as often. Now the study didn't say anything about men, it just commented about women. I like to use that little check-in process. And and there's another process, too, that's kind of along those same lines. It says, zip yourself into your favorite pair of slim-fitting pants once a week. And note how they fit. Too tight? Adjust your eating and exercise habits. Just right? Keep up the good work. I'm not sure if that's going to work for everybody, but it is a good measuring stick along the way. And it doesn't have to be just something you do over the holidays. You can do this every quarter throughout the year. You can do it once a week, once a month. However often you want to, but there's got to be some measuring tool that you're utilizing. The best one that I know of is in our office. It's a body composition scanner. It'll read out your BMI, your percent body fat, your muscle composition, lean body mass, total body water. It gives you all sorts of different statistics that then you can kind of play with a little bit to see how you can make some healthier changes. Uh, A couple other strategies to eat before you go to the party. Uh... Eating breakfast also helps to limit overeating throughout the later portions of the day. Limiting the number of high calorie foods on your party plate. And I'm, I'm not one too much that focuses on calorie concentration because most people that count calories don't even know what calories are. And calories are a food heat measurement. That's it. A calorie literally measures how much heat and energy that food can give our body. So a calorie is literally food energy measurement, and it's measured in, in a heat gradient. So if you don't understand that, you take a bag of uh, Fritos corn chips versus a Granny Smith apple, and you roughly come out with the same 90 to 120 calories, and, and I'm just estimating, I'm not a calorie counter, so the numbers may be off, but I'm just giving you an example. The 120 calories from Fritos corn chips versus the 120 calories from a green or granny smith apple are going to be far different in nutrient density uh, what it allows the body to do and use for fuel so calories are really not the measuring stick that i love to use when we help get people on a healthier track but uh, these are some of the mainstream ideas and so now you have to be able to read these articles with a critical eye and say okay what of this can i take and put into practice in my daily uh, routine and habit that that can potentially help me or what of it can i uh, leave by the wayside and focus on other things instead Choosing foods wisely, again, filling your plate with those lower calorie items. So, green leafy salads, vegetable dishes, lean proteins, and taking smaller portions of the richer ones. I don't know if I love that advice, but it is, it is sound and solid. If they, instead of using the calorie measurement tool, talked more about looking for colorful foods that are nutrient-dense. So, peppers, strawberries, watermelon, things that are very colorful tend to have higher loads of vitamins and minerals. Now, I understand they can make colorful foods in the lab, too, but I'm talking about eating eating real food, not something that comes out of a bag or a freeze-dried package. Uh, pop, a, pop a mint in your mouth. This can also help you cleanse the palate and curb additional noshing at the end of this party. Uh, and then... For in the office, a lot of people, uh, if you're a school teacher, if you work in a large office, there's always these treats around, especially during the holidays. People are baking cookies all weekend long, and then Monday morning, whatever their family hasn't consumed, they, they drop off in the in the PTO lounge or in the, in the office break room. So healthy strategies for at the office. Try to keep the communal goodies out of view. So if you can't see them, you don't know that they're there. That's how a lot of people that we work with on their nutritional choices – They end up converting their pantry and their refrigerators at home to just good, healthy things. Because when the bad stuff isn't there, they can't choose it as easily. And then they really have to make an extra effort if they want to go and get it. Uh, Before you allow yourself a splurge, do something healthy. Eating a piece of fruit, walking around the office for five minutes, or climbing a few flights of stairs. And plan on taking whatever tempts you home for later enjoyment. Or perhaps by the time you get home, you you understand you don't want it anymore. Managing portion sizes... Uh, Actually, this one was interesting. Pouring drinks into tall, skinny glasses, not the fat wide kind. Studies out of Cornell have shown that people are more likely to pour 30% more liquid into the squattier vessels. And then controlling the environment. Eat with a small group when you can. Sit next to a fellow healthy eater. Wait for all the food on the table before making your selections. And keep visual evidence around of what you've consumed so you don't forget. And then continue to keep up the exercise. Go out and do a run, a jog, some bicycle riding, some swimming if you have access to an indoor pool at this time of year. But continuing to exercise can certainly help us burn off some of this excess food we've taken in. But then the balance has to be there on not repeating the same process three, four, five days in a row. So that's one of the real tricks too is if you know you have a big party coming up and you really want to enjoy it. Other key piece I was talking about with a coworker's husband last night was in getting ready for the big party that we had attended last night for our office Christmas party, uh... The approach and strategy some used was to kind of just eat little bits of food all throughout the day so as not to fill too much, fill up too much so they'd have a good healthy appetite in the end of the day. But that can actually be a backfiring technique. If you're, if you're very, very hungry when you show up at the party, then you tend to overconsume in, in the first few minutes of, of getting that food out in view. So there's a number of strategies, and you kind of have to begin to understand yourself before you can understand how to make these choices wisely, and then ultimately how that affects you down the road. But in reading some of these articles for the for this program this morning, I found that the, the statement was that the average American gains between one and two pounds during the holiday season. And I find that a little hard to believe. I thought, I thought it was going to be a quite a lot higher, like four to six, even six to eight pounds. Um, but that's apparently accounting for everybody that answered their survey. So that might be real small kids up to adults. But One to two pounds seem like not a lot to me. I I can gain or lose that much in a day or a few hours if I put my mind to it. So one to two pounds in the whole holiday season doesn't seem like that much, but we have to prevent it from becoming six to eight pounds, eight to ten pounds, and then doing that every holiday because by the time you get through Thanksgiving and Christmas, you might be up 20 pounds from where you were at Halloween time. And so that, that could be a real issue if that happens year in and year out. Uh, but those are some of the tips and hints that I came across this morning that I want to share with you about how to keep yourself a little healthier during the holiday season. I do want to dive back in with just a few other comments on the tendonitis that I started with at the beginning of the show, because you may not think about the tendonitis affecting uh, you in these particular joints, but even going under the names of tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, pitcher's shoulder, swimmer's shoulder, jumper's knee, these are all examples of tendonitis that tend to affect people, more so in the athletic population, but they can affect people that are not not athletes as well, just have chronic inflammation in their body, and they can't seem to get it to go away. So what else can they do about it? That's what I want to focus on now is, what could they do to make this part better? And I gave some kind of broad and overarching suggestions at the beginning, but I wanted to get specifically into the uh, aspects of anti-inflammatory diets and anti-inflammatory foods. So all types of veggies, especially green leafy kinds, are loaded with antioxidants that help fight that oxidative stress, which is one of the primary causes of inflammation. So the suggestion states that trying to make half your plate cooked or raw veggies with every meal, aiming to regularly include kinds like kale, broccoli, spinach, and other greens. Leafy and cruciferous vegetables are especially high-antioxidant foods. They're loaded with vitamin C, K, and other minerals that speed up the healing process. One of the best nutrients to give in helping to fight some of these chronic inflammatory tendinitis or tendinopathies, as as I'll group them, is magnesium, making sure that the body has enough magnesium. And that's difficult to say if you're getting enough magnesium or not without a blood value to know. And commonly, the dose we would recommend would be between two and 400 milligrams per day. Sometimes 250 to 500, even 600 has, has not been out of the question for us to use for a short time to get the magnesium levels in the body back up. It's a great natural anti-inflammatory. I know a number of people that have had a lot of success using that to help fight migraine headaches. And migraine headaches are a whole different boat that we may get into some other time. But getting back to our tendinopathies, high-quality, clean proteins So protein is an important aspect to help the body with healing and repairing of these broken down tissues. So when the tendon that connects that muscle to bone is having an issue, chronic inflammation, it may be that we're protein deficient. Now, there's protein excess that can cause extra inflammation too, but that's why the blood test comes in so handy. We know exactly how much to recommend. So protein deficiency can cause weakness, delayed recovery, fatigue, and bodily pains. A good rule of thumb is to try to get at least 4 to 5 ounces of a quality protein per meal. Now that's going to change a lot based on what you're doing from an exercise standpoint. Because a guy like Michael Phelps, who's burning through 8 or 9 or 10,000 calories in a day of of exercise output, is going to need a lot more quality protein than that. But this is for the average semi-sedentary adult. 4 to 5 ounces of quality protein per meal. Some of the best choices uh, include the most easily utilized amino acids, organic lean proteins like wild-caught fish, uh, which are a great source of anti-inflammatory omega-3 fatty acids. So that, again, becomes part of the process we could use from a supplement standpoint to help support the healing of these tissues is omega-3 fatty acids. One key piece on that is I've had patients come in here recently saying, well, I, I'm getting this good, omega-3, 6, 9. And I, and I say, really, why, why do you think it's so good? And then they usually look at me dumbfounded and can't answer the question. And, and it's not that I'm trying to embarrass their, their choice, but I'm trying to tell them that we already get way too many omega-6s in our standard American diet, and they're pro-inflammatory. So why would we take a supplement that has an omega-6 to put more inflammation in our body when it's actually working against the very process we're trying to get around? And that's inflammation. We'll be back on the other side of the break to finish up our talk on tendinitis. Thanks for tuning in with me this morning. We'll be right back after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
3: Stay healthy this holiday season. Stop into Health Foods Unlimited for savings on your favorite vitamins and supplements, including Primal Defense from Garden of Life, Immuno Shield, Esther C, and Oregano Force. Also the number one selling standardized elderberry extract, Sambucus from Nature's Way. We supply you with organic produce, natural and organic groceries, frozen foods, bulk herbs, teas, holistic pet foods, dairy and non dairy products. Stop in today and save at Health Foods Unlimited. We're a half mile east of the Dayton Mall in the Southtown Shopping Center on State Route 725. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sunday, noon till 5.
5: Hi, I'm David Turpin, President of Dayton Progress, and I'm speaking to you today about the wonderful opportunities that await you at Dayton Progress Corporation. Start your career with us now. Dayton Progress is an equal opportunity employer. Dayton Progress
4: Corporation is a 70-plus year old locally headquartered global manufacturing company with 1,500 employees in 10 factories and 20,000 customers in more than 70 countries. You can have a great career in manufacturing. Dayton Progress is hiring entry-level manufacturing positions with competitive Wages plus great benefits. Dayton Progress also offers college tuition reimbursement, promotions from within the company, thousands of dollars in bonuses, a 401k, private health, including vision and dental, free life insurance, company events, and company service recognition. Dayton Progress is a great Dayton company that will train you in their classroom. Apply in person at 500 Progress Road in West Carrollton or submit your resume to jobs at DaytonProgress.com. That's jobs at DaytonProgress.com.
3: Hi, welcome to the Subway
1: ad for $4.99 deals. How would you like it? Can I
5: get that red like a sportscaster? If you're just joining us here on the field, you can choose from four tasty footlongs or four six-inch meals that include a 21-ounce drink and chips for just $4.99 each every day. Any choice is a winner, so score a six-inch meal or footlong with $4.99 deals today. Now, back to the booth. Hey, you guys want to go to Subway? Subway, make it what you want. Limited time only at participating restaurants, prices, and subs
2: include additional charge for extras plus applicable tax. No additional discounts or
5: coupons may be applied.
2: Baby boomers have shared their frustration about how much tax they pay. Let me reverse that for you and put the emphasis on saving taxes. This is Chuck Oliver, founder of The Hidden Wealth Solution, and I've been helping clients for over two decades to get their retirement on track and avoid the tax traps. Daily I see clients paying taxes needlessly instead of maximizing their financial future. Learn how to save unnecessary tax and optimize your retirement. Visit retirementprotected.com, retirementprotected.com.
4: Since 1932, Grismer Tire has believed that your family's safety on any road condition is paramount to creating a legacy of trust. Whether it's a road trip or a trip to the grocery, your family arriving safe and sound is the only thing that matters. We guarantee no other shop has our commitment to safety, service, and the everyday low cost your family deserves. Get four free oil changes with the purchase of four new it's a grismer tradition grismer tire a legacy of trust for families and their cars since 1932 see
0: your new floor in our store today carpet consultants has one of the area's largest showrooms with a huge in-stock inventory our staff can help with hardwood flooring waterproof luxury vinyl plank and tile ceramic tile and pet resistant carpeting carpet consultants can help with no hype no hassle and no pressure locally owned quality service and value since 1989. Located two blocks west of I-75 on 725
1: by the water tower. Visit carpetconsultantsflooring.com the mild side today, but with rounds of rain and gusty winds, we'll see those showers continue on throughout the afternoon and into early evening. Temperatures reach about 50 in Dayton, could stay a little cooler to the north. Tonight, everyone gets into the upper 30s. Rain showers will end on Sunday. We'll stay dry for the rest of the day with clouds breaking for sunshine and highs in the mid to upper 40s. I'm meteorologist Kirsty Zontini on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 957
0: WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station AM 1290 and news 95.7 WHIO
2: and we are rolling just for the final few minutes here Dr. Andrew Dyer here just finishing up with you this morning and then we've got Dave Murphy coming up next I see Dave out there waiting and he's ready to roll uh, so we'll finish up with tendonitis. high quality clean proteins is what we were talking about right before the break with omega 3 fatty acids being involved in that uh, cage free eggs or grass fed beef another benefit of these foods is that they pack zinc found in high levels in beef, pumpkin seeds, and spinach. So the benefits of zinc include tissue development and repair. And that's really what we're talking about here is this tendon or this tissue of the body is not healing and repairing properly, so we want to try to do what we can to speed that up. Berries are packed with vitamin C too that helps with rebuilding collagen, an essential component of these soft tissue structures. Other vitamin C foods include citrus fruits, squash, green veggies, and bell peppers. Berries are also a great source of antioxidants that fight free radical damage and one of the causes of inc- which is one of the causes of increased injuries in in older age. Pineapple is another great fruit choice because it supplies bromelain, a compound great for treating swelling and injuries. Now what this article doesn't tell you is that the only way to get bromelain out of a pineapple is to eat the core. I don't know how many people are going to volunteer to eat the core of the pineapple, but you can get bromelain in a capsule. We have it at the clinic. I'm sure they have it at Health Foods Unlimited too. In fact, I know they do because I've bought it there before. But bromelain is an excellent nutrient to reduce inflammation in the body. High potassium and magnesium foods like I was talking about before the break. And then something that's really hot in the market right now that I don't use a ton of myself or recommend to my patients, but it's called bone broth. In- instead of using bone broth in our practice, we use one that's maybe a little bit different than that, but a- very much along the same lines. The product itself is called Baxil, but what's in Baxil is hyaluronic acid, or HA. HA is what actually makes up those collagen-forming cells in the body. Now, I just put a couple patients on Baxil this week, and I told them, six to eight weeks, you got to be on it, six to eight weeks to build up enough in the body where it actually will start improving your symptoms. So it's not something that you take today and feel better with tomorrow, Um, But you got to give it about a month or two to kick in just because most people are so deficient, they've got to build up the supply first. What about, on the other hand, things that can actually increase inflammation and make this tendonitis worse? Alcohol and caffeine. So I originally started talking about this case because of a younger uh, female gymnast that I had treated before. I'm sure she's not drinking any alcohol. I, I would bet she's not drinking any alcohol. But I don't know that she's avoiding caffeine. She might very well be having multiple cups of coffee daily or getting caffeinated soda in and this is preventing her tendonitis from healing up so while her mom made the post today on facebook and and was frustrated with the doctors and, and all these other things maybe they too have some capability within their realm to fix this problem and not just blaming on the doctor not doing it right. And, and I don't know the ins and outs of the case from, from the other doctor's side. I don't know what went on there. So I, I, w- I will avoid saying anything further on that topic. But I'm just saying, if she really wants this problem to improve, she's got to look within, too. Because the healing capacity is not in the doctor's hand. It is within what goes in your mouth every time you sit down at the table. Yes, we as doctors are educators and we have healing hands that can help improve the health of the human body, but we need you to take an active role and participate with us because it makes it makes you better faster and it makes our job easier. I don't need you to make my job easier, but if you want to help, you will get better faster. That's all I can tell you on that topic. And Dave's giving me a little applause from back there so I appreciate that. I got to stay around and clap for him for the next couple minutes. But on the other list of what makes tendonitis worse, too much sodium and salt, sugar and refined grains, hydrogenated oils and fried foods. This is some of the things I was actually talking with Dr. Merkel about last night. Um, And and I'll let you tell this, I'll let him tell you the story about, about the background on that. But we were talking about people that are in nursing and rehab facilities having to eat this really poor quality food that's too filled with sugar and salt, salt and sodium and causing fluid retention, not allowing their bodies to get well after surgery. He'll tell you that I'm sure the next time he's in, but I am very, very happy that you were able to tune in this week, hopefully for the second week in a row, listening to me and hopefully you learned a few things. I know we covered a lot today, tendonitis. We had a caller about neti pots and also one about Crohn's disease. So if you need or want more information on us, hit take two healthcare.com. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great holiday season. I'm Dr. Andrew Dyer on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO.
0: From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.